Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe. Welcome back to another episode of the Crusaders for New Temple podcast. We are now on podcast number 12. Yes, we're slowly bringing them out. And granted, you're going to see 11 and 12 pop on the uh, screen at the same time or right after each other because we recorded 11 a week ago. And, well, still hadn't got the silly thing up. Been a busy week. What can I say? You know, Christmas gets in the way along with everything else out there. So anyway, welcome back. Uh, my name is John Overall, uh, your host, uh, one of your hosts here tonight, and uh, with my character Aunt Con Sue, and with us is Laura Mathis, my character Tiffany. And we are currently the Crusaders for New Temple. Eventually, we'll probably have more people on this podcast. In fact, we uh, might even have another person joining us uh, real soon. Uh, a former uh, character uh, from the uh, podcast, my brother, and uh, I was talking to him. I seen him over the holidays. Uh, he was here for Christmas, and uh, he's just been too busy with work to play. So, but uh, he sounded excited about the changes that have happened in uh, Cataclysm. And so, we're here to talk a bit about uh, what's happened. So, uh, first off, I'd like to uh, thank Scott Thorpe for his uh, great intro music you just heard. And uh, the extra music, and uh, he's even talking about helping supply us with some additional bed music for us, which would be kind of cool. And uh, also, we uh, would like to have shout-outs or email mentions, but, well, we don't have any yet to uh, mention out to folks. So sooner or later, people are going to listen to us and uh, send us their thoughts, good, bad, the ugly. Hey, we'll take it all. You can always send it to me at Su uh, at NewTemple.com. That's A-H-K-O-N-S-U at NewTemple.com. Or you can send them to... Tiffany Leeds, T-E-F-N-U-I-T at NewTemple.com. And we'll take all of your stuff there. I know, you know... You can uh, send it over there to Laura, who is, you know, she's the pretty one. You know, she'll be the, uh, the geek goddess out there for all you uh, geek listeners to uh, send to. And uh, send uh, send us all that great stuff. And when you do send it, we'll make sure we uh, get you announced here on this podcast. Who knows? Maybe eventually we'll actually get listeners. But in the meantime, we'll uh, talk a little bit about uh, what's happened in uh, outside World of Warcraft, some news, information, other bits of it, stuff we might have. Uh, currently, this past week, uh, I really didn't notice any news from uh, Blizzard. Uh, did you uh, hear any there, Laura? No, not this week. I didn't notice anything really in game either. Just a lot of Christmas talk. Uh, that's pretty much typical, I assume, for this time of year. You know, people are too busy uh, playing or having fun to uh, to see anything. And of course, Blizzard has put out all their most recent uh, updates, so they've got no big announcements right now. So, at any rate, outside World of Warcraft, uh, well, my week uh, has been pretty cool. Um, of course, everyone knows it was Christmas week. And uh, I myself, uh, for Christmas, got the uh, collector's edition for Cataclysm. It was uh, loads of fun for me. I uh, sort of put off buying it right off the gate and just sort of played with what I could and couldn't couldn't have all the fun stuff that uh, comes with Cataclysm, like flying in the old world and uh, archaeology and you know a few other little minor things. But uh, I lived with that for a couple of weeks, knowing full well that I'd be getting it for Christmas. And uh, the collector's edition is actually pretty cool, though. Uh, I, I rather enjoyed it. It's uh, got itself a great book in it that comes with it that has some fantastic concept art from Blizzard. 
and it's just loaded. Uh, I was showing it off to the family who were all here for Christmas Day, and uh, people were getting a kick out of looking at the artwork in there. The artwork is just amazing. It must be cool to be an artist and uh, have a job with someone like Blizzard. Yeah, it would be fun. And uh, the other thing that it comes with, it comes with uh, your own uh, unique in-game pet. Your own little little Deathwing, as it's called. It's a cute little version of the giant Deathwing that flies around with you. Uh, he doesn't seem to do much but fly around, but, hey, he's still cool, and I'm a pet collector, so uh, the more pets I find, the happier I am. And the other thing it uh, gives you, it gives you a new mouse pad for your desk, so you can uh, dress up that, uh, that desk and have Deathwing staring you in the face all day long while you're working. The other nice thing about the mouse pad, though, is it's actually a very responsive mouse pad. I was rather stoked about that. And most of the time, dark mouse pads like that don't work very well, but this one works quite nice. Does it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was rather stoked. Um, it's uh, so quick, I had to actually slow my mouse back down again because it responds so well. Mm. And uh, the other thing it's got is it's got a DVD of unique behind-the-scenes information from Blizzard. It's got... Uh, some uh, really cool lore, some of the lore of uh, where Deathwing came from, why the world's being shattered, um, how it came into being. Um, it talks about the uh, Twilight Cult and who they are, you know, along with uh, along with a lot of the reasons why, for instance, you couldn't fly in Old World Azeroth. You know, everyone wanted to fly there, but, well, the original design of it, well, if you ever flew in it before Cataclysm, you'd see nothing on the ground because they had designed it so you'd only see it from the ground. You couldn't see anything from the air. So they actually had to go in and completely redo Old World Azeroth in 3D modeling for it to allow for flying. So I found yeah. that rather interesting. I didn't realize that was the kind of stuff they had to do. Yeah, that's pretty neat. It sure does. I mean, it's a world of difference in the game. I mean, the graphics and everything, you know, the way they upgraded the graphics and everything with it. Oh, yeah, the upgrades in Cataclysm. The upgrades in the uh, graphics since Cataclysm are really cool. I really love the features of water. I love the yeah. new water features in there. That's actually pretty cool. I like the way, you know, I mean, it even shows your shadow and everything. Oh, yeah, and when you're flying... Yeah, when you're flying, if you look down, you can see the shadow of your uh, whatever mount you're on cruising across the ground. Yeah, and it's and it's accurate. Oh, quite accurate. It's it's quite amazing. Yeah. Well, they've they've done a good job with it. I'm really really stoked with uh, how Blizzard has uh, accomplished this. But then again, of course, Blizzard has always uh, been right there at the top of uh, the heap for uh, graphics and design and artwork. So, and also making it work right. So yeah, it's actually been pretty cool. So I enjoyed it. Christmas we had uh, we had the whole family here. It was loads of fun. We had a house full of uh, kids and grandkids and and uh, you know parents and grandparents and great grandparents. Everyone was everyone was here. It was a great holiday for us. So that's pretty much my week outside of uh, War Crack. And uh, and uh, how about uh, yourself there, uh, Laura? What was your week? I started the week out just finishing up my Christmas shopping. Everything ready. Um, Christmas was really nice. Um, the family together. I went and picked up my mom and brought her into town. And we went up to my son-in-law's house. 
I guess you would call them. <laughs> They're not quite married, but they've been together for, you know, what, six years now. Well, I may as well so, be yeah. in law. I've got I, one of those too. Yeah, went up, went up to my in-laws and we all had dinner up there and it was kind of nice, you know, especially for Chloe. You know, she was born, what, last year right before Christmas. So, but this was her first real Christmas, you know, that for her to enjoy, you know, she was only yeah. two weeks old last year. Yeah. So, but she had, Four grandmas in the house. There was both their grandmas and then two great grandmas there. So that was pretty neat. Having, you know, a big family get together like that. So it was a lot of fun. I spent a lot of time playing on my other characters this week on WoW. Yeah. Making some gold and worked on some websites, of course. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I actually did very little web work this week, which is uh, typical of me during the Christmas holidays. I often don't get a lot done, uh, Web web design work wise, I end up spending a lot of time uh, around the house and um, like I'm the uh, I'm the main cook for Christmas dinners and everything else. So I spend a lot of time prepping for everything. Yeah, yeah, it slowed me down on the work on the websites with you not working this week. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. We'll make it up for you next week. I got a whole lot of stuff coming your way. <laughs> Good, something to keep me busy. I and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, and so there's uh there's a lot there's a lot coming in that. But yeah, all in all, been a great week. Been uh lots of fun and uh we got more happening and I'm certain we'll have more stuff. Uh one of the things I'm looking to is I've actually made contact with a couple people here in Victoria that are uh Warcraft players that are looking for having uh having get togethers. Uh, having meetups. So we'll probably go, go out to a local pub here and uh, have meetups and have drinks and uh, sit around and talk about uh, Warcraft and characters and uh, the flaws of the game or whatever we find to be fun in the game, you know, our, our tips and tricks, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a friend that I pack up my laptop every once in a while and go over there so we can get a good day of playing in together. Yeah. Well, it always makes it kind of fun when you can actually meet people outside the uh, outside the game itself. Get to know some get to know some real humans that are behind the keyboards. Yeah. Even though the people I've met uh, play on different realms than I do, but that's all right. I won't hold that against them. Oh, bounce around. I've got characters what on three different realms now. Yeah, well, I've only got I've only got the two different realms. I've got my main realm with all my main with my main and my main alts, and then we've got the new realm that we're working on. Yeah, well, it is as you meet new people that play in there on different realms, you end up moving over to the other realm. Sometimes that's why I ended up on, over on the frost with with realm was yeah, so I could play with Amber. Well, that's it. Create a few characters here and there. Yeah, join a join a few different realms. It's always loads of fun. So at any rate, um, what have we been up to this past week in game? Um, well, I myself uh, this week here. Uh, well, we did our we did our uh, questing this past week. We did it on Thursday instead of Saturday, of course, uh, due to the holidays. So we spent uh, about four hours uh, questing last Thursday night. That was uh, loads of fun for us. We made uh, made it all the way to well, I got almost level twenty two. I think you've got level twenty two now. Yeah, I think level. I think we ended at level twenty-one. We started at eighteen. Did you end at level twenty-one too? I thought you ended at twenty-two. Yeah, I'm real close to twenty-two. Yeah, I'm about I'm really three. Close. I'm about three quarters of the way to twenty-two now. So, so yeah, it was uh, it was close. So yeah, we started eighteen, ended at twenty-one. Um, did a few quests. Uh, we ended up uh, trying our hand at uh, Shadowmorn Dungeon. 
and uh, realized real quick that uh, although it's a level 20 dungeon, two people by themselves, it's not quite ready for us to take it on with just two of us. No, but I, I like that we did survive. I managed to keep you healed while we were in there. and Yeah, we, we got about uh, 20 feet into it and uh, hit uh, two sets of mobs, and yeah, we survived. Uh, barely, but with, skin with of our ass. <laughs> yeah, a couple of them <laughs> pounded on me. <laughs> They were pounding me and pounding me. It's like, heal, heal, quick, heal, heal. Yeah. We did a good job with that one, though. I mean, we yeah. wouldn't have made it through the whole way, but... No. Yeah, no, that it, was it, way we, too much. It, it's possible we could have done it the whole way, but we didn't have 15 hours to accomplish it in. Yeah. Because <laughs> it would have taken 15 hours to do it in. Yeah. But, yeah, it was loads of fun. Um, so we got to do that. And we finished off the entire quest chain of where were we at? Um, I just uh, um, silver silver pine forest is where we were questing. At. Okay, so yeah, we so we finished off the entire quest chain of in silver pine forest. We are now moving on to the uh, to the next zone, which is uh, we're moving to the Hillsbrand foothills next. Yeah. So we're out of silver pine forest and heading into foothills. We'll come back to we'll come back to the to the. Uh, to the Shadowfang Keep uh, dungeon, although it's uh, supposed to be a five-man dungeon. But uh, we'll come back to it and do it with two of us unless uh, we hook up with someone else who wants to play with us. Well, and not only along with completing all the quests, we um, got the achievement for exploring the whole area, too. That's true. We did make sure we completed that achievement for exploring the whole area. And that was uh, loads of fun. And then I also, uh, also took my, uh, took my character out and did my, uh, did my, uh, other stuff that's necessary to do. I did my, uh, fishing leveling, uh, did a fishing quest and a cooking quest and, uh, did those. And then I, uh, did some, uh, leveling of my skills, my, uh, did some leveling of my, uh, skinning skills and my leatherworking skills to bring everything up there, get it up to, uh, par. And then I went back and uh, finished. Uh, I had a zone. I had one zone that I had to go finish. Uh, check had to go finish my startup zone of Tristafall Glades. I had to uh, go finish uh, finish checking that out to get the explorer for that zone there. I had to sneak up into the Scarlet Monastery area, and I realized real quick as I got close to it that it's a level thirty dungeon. <laughs> yeah. Level 31 to 34, when you get too close to it, they'll pound you to death. So you gotta sneak up so you can get just close enough to where you get the, uh, get the explored this area and get your ass out of there. And get out of there. Yeah, get out of there before they find you. Yeah, I've found that before. So I got in there and got that done so that I could uh, have that because I don't want to leave any zone we go into. I don't want to leave it any section unexplored. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer I can't get back over to the, the, um, Kazan? Kazan? Kazan. Yeah. To finish my explorers, because I'm not sure if I completely finished it over there, but it doesn't appear that you can get back over there once you leave. There's got to be a way to get back to it. I mean, they, they wouldn't make it so you can't go back to it. Well, they, they created the goblin slums in Orgamar. Yeah. So the goblins have the area in the city. Mm-hmm. I believe is what they're just, you know, like how they did on the um, with the gnomes over on the the Alliance side, how yeah. they just have an area in um, Ironforge. Oh, well, I didn't realize it's, uh, they'd make it so you couldn't get in there. Yeah, because when I was trying to get my mount, 
That was what. Yeah, well, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. And so you, and you'll get you'll get to talk about that in a minute. We'll we'll let you we'll let you chat on yours when you and in your in game stuff there. See so, so you can go into that in a few. Let's see what else did I what else did I accomplish? Uh, I accomplished just a few other things. Um, oh, just the auction house stuff, which I'll be covering at the end, and what I've been doing with the auction house. Uh, let's see, cooking. Yeah, that's it. And the only other thing I'm thinking of doing here uh, in the uh, interims here and there is I think I'm going to take my uh, character into uh, some of the uh, battlegrounds just so I can start to gain some of the achievements for uh, for uh, PvP. I might just turn off the XP in it so that I don't gain the XP in and outdistance you in uh, in levels. Well, we can always do like one battleground each night too. That won't take up that much of our questing time. Well, that's true. We could we could go do the battlegrounds. Well, won't we won't we plan for that? That's a, that's actually a good idea. You know, get into the queue and just go do one battleground each each Saturday night when we play. Yeah. Well, we'll log on, get into the queue, and then start questing. And when we're called to the battleground, go do the battleground, then go back to questing. Yeah, go back to questing. That's not a bad yeah, idea. The only thing, you know, if you do too many battlegrounds, then you miss out on a lot of the questing. You miss out on tons of questing if you do the battlegrounds and take the XP. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't do the battlegrounds, you miss out. You miss out on the achievements for PvP yeah. unless you're on In the honor server. Yeah, and you need the honor points. And uh, if we could actually collect the uh, and the honor points will allow us to collect some of the uh, unique uh, items you can only get if you've gone into battlegrounds. Yeah. Yeah, there's some unique mounts and um, gear. I'd say I'm I'm really big on these characters here we're playing. I'm really big on collecting as much of the unique characters, the unique gear, the unique mounts, the unique. I want to finish as many of the quests and stuff as possible with this character mm-hmm. on his way to level 80. So anyway, that's been pretty well, much level 85 now. 85, sorry, level 85. I keep forgetting. So anyway, that's been pretty much my week in uh, in WoW. How about uh, your week in WoW there? Um, mine, well, the, the mount, um, after we got up to level 20 when we quit playing that night, it took me about an hour it, trying to research to figure out because I went up to Oregon. I ran up to where the boat had dropped me off from um, Kazan. Yeah. Cause, however you say it. Kazan. That's how I say it. I have no idea how it's <laughs> properly pronounced. It's spelled K-A-Z-A-N, so yeah, I'd say Kazan. Anna. The boat doesn't go. There's a boat docked there, but the, there's no people there. Nothing there. You can't go anywhere on it. So I ended up having to go do some research, and with your help, then we found out that it was in Orgamire was actually where I went right. to the slum cities, and it was the guy, the the seller, the the trainer was Cal Worthington, which was real funny because it was the old car dealership. Yeah, well, let me, let's, let's explain. Back in the 80s. Let's explain that for for our listeners here who might not be located on the west coast of the United States and Canada. Uh, Cal Worthington is a uh, car dealer who is he's had dealerships from the late or early 70s on up through the years, and he had these ridiculous commercials on TV. And everybody who lives in a city somewhere has somebody who puts ridiculous commercials on TVs. But his were famous for "Go see Cal and his dog Spot," and his dog Spot would be an elephant, a rhino, a horse, a uh, a giraffe, or it'd be some <laughs> some ridiculous animal. And of course, he's obviously done a good job because all these years later, when I saw the name, I just burst out laughing. 
yeah, brought it all right back. Oh, yeah, and what was really funny was I mentioned it to my wife, and my wife is Canadian, raised here in, in uh, British Columbia. I didn't really expect her to know who he was. But as soon as I mentioned him, she burst out laughing because she knew immediately who he was. And knew the commercials. <laughs> and knew the commercials. <laughs> Which I just found hilarious because I didn't think his I didn't think Cal Worthington's reach had come as far north as Canada. Yeah. Because <laughs> of course I was raised in California where I saw his commercials all the time. So yeah, and up here in Washington they showed him all the time here. Well too. that's what happened in the eighties. He managed to get dealerships up and down the coast of uh, Washington, Oregon and California. California yeah. And so his commercials ranged all the way as far north as Washington, which is why she saw the commercials, I'm sure, because she watched American TV here and you see the American commercials. Yeah, broadcast out of Seattle. Yeah, broadcast out of Seattle. So anyway, I still found that quite amusing. So yeah, that was, that was quite the hoot. Let's see, what else did I do? I didn't want you to get ahead of me in the achievement points. <laughs> so I'm trying to stay caught up, so I logged on and make sure I did my, got my, my fishing up to, um, a little, a little above 50, and I went and did the cooking quest and the fishing quest. Yep. I like that, how you learn, earn the cooking awards now so you can get the extra recipes and stuff. Yeah, that's this. cool. I just got to figure out where to turn them in. A neat feature. Oh, uh, right there in org. Oh, really? You turn them there? Okay, i got to turn them in. Because I noticed they, they go into your uh, currency, into your currency list. Yeah. yeah is where the, award, the uh, cooking awards go. The person, the, the vendor to buy it with your cooking awards is right beside the guy where you pick up the cooking quest. I tried turning it in there. It didn't have anything for me to buy. Oh, just might not be high enough leveled up yet. The, the recipes I couldn't buy it. It could get some herbs, but that was it for seasoning. I'll wait. I'll wait until I've accumulated some more. I'm actually going to hunt down uh, more of those cooking quests because there's uh, it's one of the, it's one of the two things I really. Uh, I really like doing is the cooking stuff because there's some really cool recipes out there on, out there in the game. And I noticed it with my uh, other mains. Like he collected recipes like, uh, chocolate birthday cakes and, uh, and feast of, feast of famine or something like that where you produced this feast and you could feed up to a party of ten people with you off of yeah. your feast. Yeah, I had one for cupcakes. Yeah, and so it's like, I want to get some of these really cool, strange recipes out there. Well, I like the, the holiday recipes that they do. Like, we were able to pick up an eggnog recipe. Oh, yeah. yeah and the, the gingerbread cookies. Eggnog, gingerbread, and uh, there was one other there for, for creating a special kind of ale, too. I don't, I couldn't get that one with this character because he was too low level, but my other main, I was looking at the recipes he collected last year during Winter Vale. And he collected quite a few uh, really cool uh, holiday recipes that are only available to higher levels. I know with um, the Thanksgiving one, I got my cooking like from zero up to 300. Well, see, that's the wonderful thing about the uh, 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 Thanksgiving one, or I forget what it's called, Pilgrim's Pride. And uh, they actually that's the one time a year that if you hate cooking, you go to the cooking vendor and you can go from zero to 350 in less than half an hour. Yeah. And you don't even have to go anywhere. You stand right there in front of him and just cook everything he supplies. <laughs> it's just a beautiful thing. Yeah, I like that one. But it's the only one that does that too. It's, the only, time you, it's, the, it's the only time you can do this thing is the Thanksgiving. And of course, yeah, it, it, it makes a certain kind of it makes a certain kind of sense because Thanksgiving is all about food, food, food. 
<laughs> so. Yeah, so what did I got? My achievement points up to 140. Yeah. Although I think you're ahead of me still because you ended up finding a fishing hole and. Yeah, I found you got that. Your, your special achievement for getting your. Yeah, you get a. in your new you, Cataclysm game. You get a, you get a special achievement for, uh, having the collector's edition of Cataclysm by, uh, by learning the, uh, little Deathwing pet. It's one of the special achievements. So yeah, I'll always stay 10 points ahead of you now. <laughs> no, no competition between us. <laughs> no, not at all. So yeah, oh, the other thing I did want to mention about uh, our questing the other night, which was really, I found really amusing, especially when I think about it now, was, uh, the one quest we had to do, uh, I forgot where we were at, but we go up to the guy and he puts us on this horse. And we can't get off the horse, you're stuck on it. And it doesn't move, it just sits there. And then oh. people come up and laugh at you, and then they come up and get quests from you. And you're just sort of like read it, trying to read it and catch up with, keep up with it. It's just you're shaking your head. And then there's one one big buff paladin knight on a horse comes up and asks you for a quest, and I guess you give him some menial little task to do. And he mouths off, yeah, yeah oh, some menial little task, and he whines and he starts trudging off. He gets about 10 feet from you. If you're not paying attention, you really got to pay attention because he gets about 10 feet from you and he turns around and flips you off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I missed that. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was hilarious. I just howled when I saw that. (laughs) Okay, I gave you a menial task and you flipped me off. Go on your menial task now, you weasel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, it looks like the uh, guys at Blizzard have quite the sense of humor. Well, I like the one where we had to go find the guy. The guy's parts from the gators. Oh, yeah. To collect his torso <laughs> oh, yeah. and, his, and his different body parts. And then once we got him and found all of his torsos, we had we each had three minions. That one was confusing because we each had three minions. So there was us two plus six minions all together trying to keep track of everything. Oh, yeah. That was that was confusing. And as soon as we they put the guy back together, they talked to him for a minute, and then they, they killed him. They shot him because he was mad because they brought him back as an undead. <laughs> Yeah, that one, that one made me hell too. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, you've always been an asshole. Boom. <laughs> yeah, they've got some, there's some sick twisted sense of humor in some of this stuff. Yeah. It's actually quite funny. He wasn't happy that he came back as a monster. <laughs> what can you say, man? We brought you back to life. We fetched all your pieces out of those gators and put you, put you back on the, uh, on the road and then you, you just weren't happy about it. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Bang, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, better make sure I put the explicit tag out tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right, folks. Uh, sometimes we get explicit, and every once in a while the words slip. But, hey, if you don't like it, don't listen. So anyway, yeah, it's, it's been, it's loads of fun. And the, the biggest thing about this is, is that as we go through these quests, instead of rushing through them in the... In the quest to gain level 85, so we can go do that with some other characters. This time we're going to take our time through it. We're going to try and pay attention to all the little details along the way and do our best to report back these little, little ridiculous details that we notice along the way and these crazy things that Blizzard puts out there. Because uh, anyone who studies a bit about Blizzard, of course, they're located in California. And, uh, having been raised there, I know a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, uh, references and, uh, societal and other references that they stick into the game. Cause a lot of them revolve around California and California society, so. 
it's uh, actually makes it quite interesting in that way. But they also stick other uh, standard uh, other stuff into the game, and as we run into it, we'll point it out. Yeah. Yeah, you do pick up a few things here and there. Yeah, I just uh, I forgot all about them, but uh, our future podcast, we're we're making sure that we try to make notes as we go, so that when we do the podcast a day or two later. We uh, actually look back and go, oh, yeah, this is what it was. Well, and I'm really trying to take my time and read what the quests are and the storyline and to stay, you know, caught up on the storyline. Like we were still in Silver Pine Forest. So it was it Lady Savannah's? Yeah, it was Lady Savannah's. Well, we thinking of Lady Savannah's, you gotta tell you gotta tell them about the uh, the bit with me and Lady Savannah's on this. Yeah, the the final quest. It just it Blizzard it glitched. I couldn't see Lady Savannah's. I couldn't tell anything that was going on with the quest. He's telling me, follow me. They're right here. She's right here. And I'm just following along, and he's fighting nothing as far as I can tell. Uh, It was just empty. There was nothing there that he was fighting, and he is fighting, and I got points for completing the quest with him, although I couldn't see anything. And the next thing I knew, I'm running along, and he's in his underwear. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, why did you take off your clothes? And he hadn't. It was just a glitch in the game, and he was, Akansu was running around in his underwear. <laughs> was quite cute. It, it got me laughing. I was crying. <laughs> well, I thought that it was, was just funny. like, all of a sudden, I'm like, why does this character look so funny? And that was what it was. It was, he was naked. <laughs> running around naked, killing stuff. <laughs> killing invisible creatures, and... <laughs> His psychotic uh, schizophrenia took over, man. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that's was... demons. Ah. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's it's funny, you know, when the game game glitches. But I've never had it do that before. Where it was, I'm just like, why are you running around naked? I had to stop and, you know, like, wait a minute. <laughs> This yeah. is just really odd. There's it, something going on here. Yeah, it was funny because it didn't glitch at my end. Everything was perfect on my screen. I could see everything fine. So. <laughs> but, yeah, but that last quest was actually interesting, too, in the, in the fact that uh, for a brief moment, Lady Savannah had been killed, which was, yeah, unfortunately, you couldn't see all that because it, uh, it was actually quite an interesting an interesting end to that quest chain. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of a bummer that it did glitch on me like that. At least I got the points for it. Yes, yeah, that would have been most of that quest running back and forth trying to figure out what was going on. Yeah, yeah, it would have been a drag if you hadn't got the points, and then you wouldn't have even been able to do the quest or anything like that. But that's okay. That one's done. So we're going to be moving on to the next area, and uh, as we go through it, like I said, we'll uh, keep notes and we'll uh, keep you apprised. And yeah, like you said, we're we're sort of, we're taking our time with these characters. Uh, I can always log back onto my other mains if I want to rush through something or I just want to go kill stuff or I want to go randomly fly around because, of course, one of the first things I did Christmas Day after I got the game all loaded up with Cataclysm is I logged on to my main Aunt Kansu and uh, took him flying in Old World Azeroth and just kept flying over all the different zones, checking them out from the air. That's convenient being able to fly over there now. Oh, it's very convenient. It makes it very easy to get around. I mean, I notice you still have to take transports from one continent to another. Mm-hmm. But that's only a minor inconvenience, especially when you fly, because you can land on the transports while they're taking off. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops, there's a transport. Oh, I don't yeah, have to run for the boat. Just transports, oh, that, the Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was questing to try to get my car. 
I ended up walking off the Zeppelin and dying. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> fell, fell, fell quite a ways to the ground. Never walk <laughs> off the Zeppelins. <laughs> Keep that in mind, folks. You are not permanently affixed to the Zeppelins. Yeah. <laughs> you can fall off. <laughs> Unlike the boats in the, uh, on the, uh, Alliance side, if you fall off the boats, you just go swimming. Unless, of course, you fall off the boats way out in the water. Then you gotta hope you can swim to shore before you drown. Yeah. I know. I don't know how many times I've been running up to the dock and then turned too quick and fell right off the dock and missed the boat. I think my favorite to think about falling off things. My favorite falling off happened when I was brand new in the game, and I was questing in the first zone, and I actually fell off the edge of the world. Oh, on that rogue quest, you were. I remember you telling yeah. me about that. On the rogue quest, it was on the tree that hangs out over the edge of the world, and I fell off the tree. And I fell and fell and fell, and I was just like, holy shit, does it fall forever? <laughs> and it finally hit the bottom, and it's like, it's all white around here. I have fallen off the edge of the world. <laughs> yeah, that one was quite, that was quite interesting. And the only way, of course, to get back from that is you have to, uh, you can't go back as a ghost and call your body because you're too far from your body to get it, so you have to actually resurrect the graveyard. Yeah, but... the graveyard. It was very interesting that you can actually fall off the edge of the world. So all of you people who believe the world is flat, you must live in Azeroth. You cannot live on this planet. <laughs> you go too far, fall off the edge of the world. Yeah, you do, you need you, you just fall right off the edge of the world. So yeah, that's, uh, that's all that stuff there. And oh, I want to mention, uh, talk a bit about the auction house and our gold situation. Well, our gold situation after, what have we been playing now? Two or three weeks? Um, I think we've had three, two, three weeks. Three weeks. This is our third podcast, so yeah, three. Oh weeks yeah, okay, third podcast, three weeks. Yeah, okay. So we've been. But anyway, after after three weeks of playing, our gold situation is solved. We no longer have a gold uh, a gold shortage, and that's due to uh, using the auction house properly. And uh, I started, of course, the auction house with the minuscule amount of uh, coppers and silvers that you get in your first ten levels. And, uh, now I'm sitting pretty with, uh, I think, you know, I've got a hundred and some odd gold in my bag and a crap load of stuff in the auction house for sale still. And we've got all our bags and uh, well, we've got decent bags. I've got, I've got excellent bags. I've got, uh, four 16 slot bags plus the, uh, plus the, uh, 26 slot backpack. You know, I don't know about you. And plus, I've got a bunch of 10 slot bags in my, in my bank vault now. No, 12 slot oh, bags in my Yeah, see, I need to get my bank vault built up. I've only got two extra spaces and they've only got like six slot bags. Yeah, I think I've got four, I think I've purchased four slots in my bank vault. I haven't gotten all seven of them yet, but I'm on my way to it. Problem is, I, I fill my bank vault up with stuff I'm saving because in the auction house, I actually find really cool stuff low priced that I can't use yet because I'm too low a level or I haven't made the, uh, um, proper, uh, leveling for whatever I have, like recipes for cooking and other things I find that someone's selling dirt cheap in the auction house, so I snag them and stick them in my bank until I can use them. Yeah. So I, I keep collecting stuff and all of a sudden, oops, run out of spots, gotta buy another bag and put it in the bank vault. <laughs> yeah, cause we've gotta get tough new eats, um, bank vaults, cause the goblins have a, um, Oh yeah, you should the, talk, you should little, talk about the goblins little, little extra character. Yeah, one of their, um, <laughs> extra features for the goblin is they can call out, uh, their, their gobbler and he's, um, gives you access to your bank. He shows up for like a minute and then it's got like a 30 minute cooldown, but every 30 minutes you can pull him up. So like if we're doing dungeons and stuff, 
I can stop in the middle and, and load our bags. If our bags get full, I can pull up my gobber and go to my bank vault and do my banking and continue on with the game. Throw it all in there, man. That's that can save us tons of time. Allow us to collect even more crap in the uh, in the dungeons, not have to chuck stuff out when our bags get full. Yeah, and having to worry back about running back and selling all the time. Yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be quite a useful feature. No, we'll get you some. We'll get you some really uh, some really high end bags for your bank vault here pretty soon. I'll be able to make them before too long, but not really until I get up until. I don't think you can start making about 12, 16 slot bags until you you hit like up to level 60. I'm trying to think with my other character. Oh, I don't I don't remember when they start making the uh, 16 slot bags. But it'll take a while. Eventually, I'll be able to make them for us in the. Yeah, but bags. we'll just sell them at the auction house. That's uh, by that time there, we'll already have uh, yeah. the largest size bags we can get because you know we can buy them in the auction house and we'll just sell the other ones there when we get to it at that point. But yes. I'm looking forward to being able to be able to get my uh, flying carpet with this character. <laughs> flying carpet, yeah. Now that one will be pretty cool for you. So I got to stay on my, make sure that I level my tailoring up with me as I go, so that way when I reach level 60, your tailoring is up at 300, so I can get the flying carpet. Well, I imagine it shouldn't be too hard for us to keep our leveling up as our our our, our uh, professions up as we go. Yeah, and that's the other one. As we enter this new zone we're going into, we're going to actually get to play with the archaeology um, um, profession. I haven't actually played with that on any of my other characters yet. Oh, yeah, you'll have to tell me that add-on you got that's supposed to make it easier, too. Yeah, there is a, there's a nice add-on that I picked up, and what it does is it helps you do the scans for the areas for archaeology so you don't have to spend hours looking for the pieces. Yeah, one at a time, doing yeah. it one, one step at a time. So I'll find out how that works. I'll probably I'll probably log in one of my other characters and uh, and get his archaeology and take him over to an archaeological dig just so I can do it because it'll be interesting and fun to play with and and learn it. I guess that I guess my other my other mains will become my alts for a while. <laughs> yeah, I know over on my other realm, my alts caught up with my main now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that can happen. That can happen with it. But that's uh, pretty much everything we've got going for this week. Uh, anything else you want to mention or cover? I don't think so. I think we pretty much covered it all. Well, for all of you folks out there listening to us, don't forget, you can uh, contact us. You can send me an email at onkonsu at newtemple.com. That's A-H-K-O-N-S-U at newtemple.com. And you can send one, too. To Jeff Nui at T-E-F-N-U-I-T at NewTemple.com. Yeah, so we'll take your emails. And uh, if you happen to be getting these podcasts, well, they're not up on iTunes yet, but uh, pretty soon they will be. And uh, if you happen to be getting them on iTunes, or I know they're up on Blueberry, um, you can get them from Blueberry and uh, see us there. Uh, give us um, give us some information there. Uh, tell us what you think of it. You're downloading it from my website at johnoverall.com or Laura's website at lauramathis.com. Leave us comments on the websites and tell us what you think about the podcasts. Um, tell us uh, anything. Tell us where we think we're wrong and uh, you know, we're not really talking about the right kind of thing in the game. So, hey, we really want to hear that sort of thing, too, just so we can make fun of you in the next podcast. And uh, that's pretty much it. So I have been uh, Aunt Gon Sue for the last 40 minutes. And uh, you have been? Tough Nui. 
And so that's the end of our podcast with the Crusaders for New Temple. So you have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe tonight.